Welcome to the Social Pod, a podcast brought to you by Socknet 98, a network of universities sharing the common interest for social work in an international perspective. And in this uh, episode of the Social Pod, we are going to talk about diversity. And we're going to talk about uh, diversity in the context of a country, India, uh, a country that is extremely diverse, I've heard. Uh, and the reason that we're talking about this is, is uh, we have uh, some students from Pune University visiting here in Norway, where we are right now. And one of the things that I truly remember from, the, from the, one of the first times I met you was that uh, you told me about how many languages and how many tribes there were in India. And then we started talking about diversity. So that is the subject for this episode. And just to do a short introduction of who we are, let's go to the left of me. Can you please just introduce yourself? Yes. Hello. My name is Abhijit and I am PhD scholar of Savitri Bhai Phule Pune University. And I am from the southern part of India. Uh, my state is Maharashtra. And uh, I love cooking and I am really enjoying the stay at Norway. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And the next one. Hi, um, I'm Tarbi Lowy. Um, I'm a PhD scholar at the University Savitri Pune University. And uh, I'm from the northeastern part of India called Arunachal Pradesh. Yeah. Yeah, that is about me. <laughs> thank you so much. Hello, uh, my name is Vishnu Vairagad. And I'm also a student of Savitri Pune University. Currently, I'm pursuing my PhD in the same department. And I'm really enjoying Norway. Yeah. Also enjoying Norway. Yeah. And of course, this is a podcast, so it's not visually, but just uh, for the appearance around here, uh, you are all from India, but you look very different. Yes. By yes. the facial expressions. Yes. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, just to introduce myself, my name is Steiner Wikolt. I'm your assistant professor here at the University of Southeastern Norway. And uh, we are so glad to have now students, both PhD and uh, master students from Pune University. And thank you so much for being here and uh, um, talking about this thing about diversity that we're going to talk about. I would also like to make a point that me, myself, I'm kind of going to interview you, but I don't really know a lot about India. I've never been to India. My impression of India, uh, actually, I learned most of my knowledge about India has been with you guys <laughs> for what you're talking uh, told me. Uh, but of course, all different other kind of sources, uh, like uh, what you see in the movies, uh, what do you hear jokes about, maybe. We're going to talk a little bit about that, about stereotypes. Uh, but um, yeah, so, so, so I think I'm going to ask uh, what we could call kind of dumb questions. And I would like everyone that listens to them, I'm, I'm apologizing if there's too stupid uh, uh, but 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 I think we need to put into some words. Be be not afraid to, to talk about uh, some subjects um, uh, because uh, in, uh, by talking about them we are also spreading knowledge about it and maybe killing some stereotypes. Yeah, did that sound good? <laughs> so let uh, let's start with diversity of India. Uh, how how can you say that India is diverse? Um. India is very diverse in the sense if you go to northern part of India, what you see um, geographically yeah. and then the culture, whatever you see is very different from the southern part of India. Yeah. It is again also very different from the western part of India and eastern part of India and northeastern part of India. Yeah. So India is very, very diverse. It has uh, 22 uh, recognized languages by the constitution of India, yeah. but 
those are only the major languages because india has many many languages yeah and um like i can talk about tribes so india has more than 700 recognized tribes wow yes and you also told me that a lot of the tribes has their own language it's based on 22 official languages but then we have yes so most of the tribes their languages are not recorded uh, they are um, there are these major languages so the languages the tribes speak are most none of the languages the tribe speaks are in the major languages okay so, yeah uh the one which i told you is in is of arunachal pradesh like i'm from arunachal pradesh and in arunachal pradesh there are 100 major tribes wow and um to um more than 200 sub tribes yeah oh no i'm sorry I'm, i have to correct again okay no correction. problem so yeah uh, more than 100 sub tribes yeah and um each tribe speaks different dialects okay. and languages yeah. so many times we call things uh, languages dialects because most of the dialects are not in a written form but then they just speak they are yeah the way you speak you don't write it yeah. Uh, yeah yeah i understand and also like your uh, your language if i can call it that from yeah. your tribe is quite different from yours yes yeah so uh, what is your uh, language is called it's called galo g a l o galo yeah and and you have equivalent marathi maratin marathi Marathi. Yeah. And when you got so you don't understand each other if you speak your local language. Uh I don't I don't understand her language but she does. She does uh understand bit of Marathi. I understand bit of Marathi because Marathi is bit similar to Hindi. Ah okay, and then I understand. In my state it is very very important to learn Hindi and English both. So that because Hindi is kind of um mostly spoken uh, spoken by most of the indians yeah in india so uh, knowing hindi helps in the earlier it helped in the assimilation process with india because my state joined india in the year 19 like 72 71 yeah, okay, after yeah. india's independence so yeah. it becomes important yeah and and when you go to school at the university and you or also you're working at a university uh, you you speak what language do you use at the university Uh, to communicate we both speak sometimes we use hindi sometimes english yeah yeah um and and uh, what's my uh, question going back to yeah because uh, yeah we're now we're talking a little bit about different kind of tribes but then we also have the caste system yes yeah can you get some of you just give an introduction on the caste system what is that yeah um basically caste system is a system based on stratification exploitation and power yeah okay so there are castes uh, stratified in hierarchical order yeah yeah there are some pure and high prestige and high status caste and some have low power and low status in caste systems yeah so broadly we can say there are four varnas and in those varnas some castes are placed in it yeah so brahmins are the priest castes which are um, superior the yeah, the highest most the highest castes okay, yeah. and they have the uh, authority in the uh, society to to practice rituals yeah. to dictate religious and cultural uh, norms and other things and behind um, below them there are there are kshatriyas these are termed as warrior castes the warrior castes yeah. warrior castes yeah. then the vaishyas we uh, th- those castes uh, hold uh, businesses okay yeah okay. and below them there are uh, shudras which are farmer castes 
yeah. they are they are in manual labor and below them there are ex um, uh, untouchables though untouchability is uh, illegal in india now but okay. it's it's informally practice yeah. so there are four varnas and there is a fifth varna it's not in caste system it's not in varna system that is untouchables yeah. sometimes uh, sociologists term it as panchama because it's not in the caste system the yeah. official caste system <laughs> so called so uh, these are this is caste system so every caste has specific status rule to follow to practice yeah and um, as we say the the power comes with and the privilege comes with the caste yeah so the ex untouchables uh, were uh, forced to do some uh, impure works so called impure work like manual scavenging and cleaning and all those things and and uh, and the brahmins are the priest caste as we discussed earlier yeah and this is the caste system and parallelly to this there is there are tribes in india as well in mainland india yeah as she talked about in uh, caste uh, tribes in northeastern states so in mainland india the tribes are assimilated in hinduism or christianity yeah so there are missionary works in uh, chatisgarh jharkhand odisha by christian missions and nowadays um, uh, hinduism is also being um, we can say uh, practiced or tribes are getting assimilated in hinduism as well yeah so yeah uh, there there is caste system and tribes as well in india yeah. so there is a very diverse social structure in india but when talking about caste system because uh, i uh, my impression and i guess uh, something that i learned in school is that a caste system is not in, anymore in, in india uh on the paper we can say that it's on not the paper, on the paper but okay, yeah. but every practice most of the practices are driven by the caste yeah yeah so i think that that's also one of extremely many examples where you you take it away from the official paper but it still still lives with with, with the people yeah in in yeah. the society yeah yeah we have um caste certificates in india okay uh, yeah. to denote a person's caste like uh we have other backward castes like obcs then scheduled tribes sts then scs like Uh, these are uh, scheduled in indian constitution okay and they the the reason to schedule them in the constitution is to empower them because the historical exploitation so uh, in practice there is caste okay yeah, yeah. And, and one of my question before we started this podcast episode was um, how is it something that you talk about you know each other's costs yeah most of the times uh ex- in exceptional cases yeah uh, we can't uh, just recognize some people's caste but m- most of the times we we can uh, we can assume someone's caste assume by, someone's caste by his or her language appearance then surname the surname so you can yeah. also there's a couple of names that is yeah. connected to caste castes yeah okay yeah uh many many times the surnames can be identified as someone's caste the surnames can denote someone's caste yeah yeah but but the caste system is not directly connected to tribes so it hasn't uh, do you have tribes that is certain castes no 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 okay so so that's that's uh, but but yes uh, there is this um thing with uh, there is this thing with um hinduism religion 
So many tribes, if they identify themselves with Hinduism, so because Hinduism has this caste system, so the problem is they have to identify themselves within one of the caste because it has been asked, if you are Hindu, then which caste you are from? Okay. <laughs> so in the process of trying to present that they are also Hindu and then so there is this, uh, yeah, always a dispute where they say that, no, we are not the part of the caste system, but they somehow becomes the part of the caste system. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, rightly said by my friend. Uh, I want to draw your attention to to the uh, the notion of, re- actual notion of untouchability. Uh, what that word, uh, I mean, reflects us really the same thing was with untouchables. There was a notion of a purity and impurity. I, I will tell you in example, if untouchable by any means touches the upper caste fellow, that upper caste fellow will be termed as impure. Okay. Then he will have to wash his body and do some religious work to get rid of it. Wow. So it was really really difficult there were some streets where untouchables were not allowed to go okay you will surprise to know but shadow can also be the mean to impure the upper caste fellows oh yeah I see. so it was and it was responsibility of the untouchables to get away from the, the i mean upper caste fellows yeah he will have to change the road you will surprise when he will walk, no, he will take something with him. He will tie something to his body so that the the steps of uh, impure or untouchable fellow will wash it out. Okay. So they don't wanted his touch. They wanted, they don't wanted his shadow no. and they don't, don't wanted his footprints. Oh. So that way horrible it was. Yeah, yeah. And now the thing is that the state has positively discriminated among the people with the basis of a caste to uplift them. Yeah. So now, because of the provisions of the certain uh, acts or certain constitutional uh, 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 things, the people are moving upward. Okay. They are into bureaucracy. They are into politics. But they are... Do they are? I mean, they have acquired the positions, but people are not ready to accept those positions. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's happening. You are a top bureaucrat and you a driver. You don't know his caste, and top bureaucrat is from untouchables. At that time, the driver, the driver who is serving him, serving him will deny to drink a water in that house. <laughs> so yeah. it's question of a dignity. Yeah. The state has done everything for, I think everything, not in that sense everything, but state has done to the extent of providing the facilities, providing the economic support and that. But really there is a question of a dignity. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hmm. Going back to, <clears throat> sorry, the, uh, Assumptions about India. Yeah. <laughs> what what kind of assumption do you think uh, people around the world has about India? We're talking about the first thing, like everybody, like if you're from India, you're what you can call a Indian, and you look a certain way. But what is that stereotype based off? What do you think? Um, that all Indians are brown. 
Yeah. Brown skin color. Yeah. And um, that they have big eyes. Okay, yeah. And uh, yeah, but, yeah, they but, eat certain ways, certain food. Yeah, because mm. you just told me also that some uh, during your stay here in Norway, some people has asked you, are you from India? Yes. Like, because you do not look what you could call typical. No. <laughs> what do you feel about that? Uh, or, or how do you, yeah, what, what's your thought on that? Um, uh, it can get very political as well. Okay, yeah. Uh, in India, even in India, many a times I have been asked like, oh, you look chinky. Chinky means I look like Chinese. Oh, Chinese. And yeah, then, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like there has been, when I first um, moved away from my state, Arunachal Pradesh, to another state to yeah. study, to uh, pursue my bachelor's and master's, uh, I have been subject to uh, racism. Yeah. We call it racism because I look certain way. I look like Chinese student. Yeah. So there were um, bullying, um, yeah. people harassing because of my the way I look but uh, there has been many awareness programs um, initiated by the government of India and then the student union and then from uh, people from northeastern parts of India telling that oh people from northeastern parts of India are also part of India oh, yeah. even though they assimilated India after India's independence to India but yeah. then they are Indian yeah so uh, here uh, in Norway um, I see people and then like when we talk they ask me which from where i am and when i say i'm indian they're like no you're indian yeah and i'm saying yes yes i'm indian i'm from northern part of india and then i have to tell them about all the different ethnicity oh yeah in india so yes yeah what what, what else can we think that makes some uh, thoughts about india um uh at the at the time of starting our course yeah. um i i met some fans in a group work yeah so they have a very uh, different notion of india uh, like they had watched some movies oh, yeah. indian movies uh, i think it's it's like kabhi khushi kabhi gum i i don't know exactly but they have they had watched that movie and they had the notions like india is like the movie shows okay yeah okay and it's not like that no no yeah it's 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 completely different thing <laughs> and india is not like that at all at all every indian is not like um living in a big bungalow and and celebrating each festival no it's it's not like that no so yeah india indian people do celebrate many festivals like wholeheartedly but it's it's not in that scale no no it's not that big celebration all the way and and the marriages are not that typical in india no. as shown in that movie no <laughs> it's, it's it's like something different yeah yeah and the music is also um, shows some kind of indian picture but it's not true no uh, many times indian women are shown in a different very specific or a different way in a different way but it's it's not like that and and all the all the time the the actresses in indian movies are shown very fair and actors are like um, macho man but oh, it's yeah. not true yeah, yeah the most of the indian women like in mainland india are brown and most of the times they are dusky in color oh, yeah. it's it's not that fair in some uh, northeastern northwestern parts of india they have a very fair fair complexion but in uh, middle and southern part of india in western as well the the skin color is brown and yeah. and below that it's dusky Yeah. So in Indian movies, uh, whatever it shows, it's it's not that true. No. I think, and and 
whenever uh, in at that time my one of my friend asked me about that skin color yeah. so I, it was like it's it's a very prejudiced yeah yeah you're talking about prejudice and but also i always when i whenever i'm talking with people regarding these topics i love that we are able to talk about them because like, like you just told me that you are telling people that you're you're also indian but you're from the north northwestern part northeastern eastern part, part sorry uh, from india and that's the reason why and then you're also educating people yes. but you can, we cannot edu- educate people on it if you're afraid of talking about it yes yeah yeah so Yeah. Yes. Uh, other thing I think that about what others think, the uh, main thing I realized here is about um, being a student because when we interacted here with uh, everyone was staying independently here, yeah. the students in Norway, the same thing is not in India. It's not. No. We really don't move out of our families. No. Never. <laughs> we are with our parents, with our yeah. grandparents. and everybody is together something like that so that was a thing uh, i mean different thing uh, that what these students or norwegian students or other students think about us yeah. because living with family and how it will be yeah, something yeah. like that another thing i want to point out here is about the work culture i mean every student is working on his own yeah. so this is not the case in india i mean i think indian families are more i mean more Uh, helping their kids okay yeah. just study you you go to college and i will manage something okay. like that so, that so your parents a, will help yes, you yes, uh, yes. during university also yeah. during your 30s also they will say <laughs> yes i will manage your fees but you study <laughs> something like that so it was a two different okay, thing yeah. yes. but so talking about diversity and now you've been in norway for the three uh, three months almost is norwegians diverse do you think and it's it's okay to say no <laughs> <laughs> uh i i think most of the times norwegians look alike yeah like, <laughs> they look same yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but i think uh, they have different dialects in yeah. language yeah i oh, of course in norway the case is a little bit different i think that we are pretty uniform yeah we do have different kind of languages and yeah we pretty much look the same uh but uh, from a norwegian point of view i of course as a norwegian will see differences but i cannot see if you're from the northern part of norway or southern part but i can hear it maybe on a dialect but that is also kind of changing along the times as more and more people move around and mm. and people study in different kind of places and actually all those dialects are they are actually going away we're starting to speak in a um, more common tongue all over norway for example i think this is the same in india also yeah. you see that uh, yes i mean the in i mean the dialects are i mean they are just moving moving away from us okay one of the uh, leading uh, uh, i mean scholar from india uh, he tells that when uh, a language vanishes no the the knowledge in that language also vanishes oh yeah so it's really very important for us to preserve them yeah. so i think indian government has initiated uh, the project for i mean recording those words oh, recording yeah. those things and now people are also trying to present themselves in their own ways uh, earlier no what happened the i mean central part of any region decided what actual language should be or what is correct and what is wrong something like that but the notions of correctness and wrongness has now i mean gone away oh, yeah. and people are accepting their own things so it's good 
so we have also realized that the things are i mean moving away and we want to get to hold of it so we are working on that let's hope for that yeah and uh, it is interesting when you talk about how norwegian look to us yeah because for me how like how you said i found it very uniform yeah in everything you do so that is also there was also the reason why i wanted to visit northern part of norway oh, yeah. western part of norway and yeah so been there yeah yeah so wanted to see like if there is any difference in it but then i haven't got the chance to visit northern part of norway so yeah, but then yes i have heard about dialect and then um you write in um norwegian i think you have I'm not very sure how many um we have two written languages two written yeah. languages and yeah. then I think one is the minority language it's not really right? a minority but but yeah one is the bigger than the other uh, so yeah. dominant yeah yes. so one is uh, more dominant than the other but it's still it's almost like written dialects because they are okay. really common you you would learn both in school and uh, they are just small differences between them. oh that's great <laughs> because one of the phd student here i have heard like she was writing something in the that second language yeah. norwegian language and then it got me quite interested in to learn more about norway <laughs> so yeah Well, thank you all for uh, being here in this podcast episode. We've been talking about uh, diversity, uh, a lot of diversity in India, a little bit about the diversity in Norway or maybe the lack of diversity in Norway. Uh, so again, just thank you all for being here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much.